Oh, I remembered how to do it. Guys, I remembered how to use the old mixing board. Nice. Wow. Gosh, nice to smell Sean again in person. Sure makes a lot, yeah. Nice to record and (laughs) get Sean's scent, which I I do love. What is my scent? Sean, you you, you smell like a really nice store. (laughs) (laughs) Like a really nice nice fart. Like a men's store where the title is blank and blank. You can put it yes. in. You can put it any words you Whatever want. Whatever you want. Mm. Oak and fig, fig and oak, alder and dash, hook and feather, elm and creek, ratatouille and up, birch and berry, birch and berry. Isn't that a? It's a Northwest only cereal, right? Birch, birch and berry, birch and berry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also wear birch and berries sometimes. They're pretty comfortable sandals. <laughs> they also make wine coolers. <laughs> Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and paintball circumcision artist, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes. Nice to meet me. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I can't believe you came. That's what you said. (laughs) I'm playing that because guess who came home? And is sitting right in front of me. It's Sean Roney. I'm back in Portland, and and Edwin is back. That's in right. Portland. That's the other shoe we're dropping, which is Edwin <laughs> is back right now in Portland, and the three of us are at my dining room table, just like back in 2019 <laughs> when it's we started crazy. this thing up at a different house, at my old house, and now we're in this one. It's like we're back in an Airstream trailer in a parking, in a parking lot. lot at Open Signal. It's like I'm. Back in that van out in the desert by the public library, siphoning their Wi-Fi. <laughs> we've, been, we've recorded in all sorts or of Or when places. I was on that cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, the cruise ship. Yeah. Wow, what a Here we are, in trip. person. Mm-hmm. It's very it, exciting. It feels so good. Mm-hmm. Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week we're going to be doing a draft of uh, Looks to the Camera. The stare draft. So anytime a character looks the camera dead in the eyes, that is a draftable moment. Uh, and then after that, we'll head to the conference room. We're going to discuss the current social status of the office. We've got some <laughs> emails to talk about. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Stick around. Um, but yeah. I think I, we can jump. We could jump in. I, I almost just want to hang out with yeah, you guys just for talk a sec. About, I, we haven't been in the same room crazy. recording in almost a year. Uh, yeah last december yeah perhaps totally wow i forgot how tall sean was mm-hmm. <laughs> he's grown he's, we've been measuring his heights a very tall Alex's. man yeah <laughs> no, I, I feel like hello there mr roney how <laughs> would you like some good cat food <laughs> when i hug sean my face just disappears in his beard <laughs> no it's not true oh man well, no you- it feels so good to be back we got the we got the windows open. You got that Oregon air just wafting mm. in. Uh, doesn't smell like Charlotte anymore. Uh, we you both came back. We we recently had our friend's bachelor party, so we've been out at the coast. 
It was, that all was for wonderful. Labor Day weekend, which is when we both of you came out there and uh, and we got to all hang out, which was just just lovely. I just had my second wedding anniversary yesterday, oh, and Ryan and I went out to uh, Nostrana, a fabulous Italian get... restaurant here in in town. Nice. Do you get the Caesar salad? Got the Nostrana salad, the Radicchio Caesar. Probably get soup or something light. <laughs> oh. Gave us a little look to the camera right there. <laughs> yeah. Kiss her. Kiss her good. Yeah, it's, uh, it is great to be back and One great week. to be with you guys. <laughs> when, when Creed comes up behind Jim. Six days. Yeah. It's getting creepy with Pam coming back. Um, dude, that, Congratulations. We've been doing this show almost twice as long as you've been married. Crazy. That is crazy. Think about that. Wow. Yeah. And that's why I'm more committed to this show than, <laughs> than I am we, to my marriage. We know we we know we were off uh, last week, as yes. you all as you all probably noticed. Um, but with with everyone in transit, um, it, it really was just totally undoable schedule wise mm-hmm. last week. So, thank you for hanging with us. But then now we get to come back with an in person. Nice beefy episode yes. uh, for all of our good boys and girls out there. It was insurmountable. It was incalculable. <laughs> Here we are. The three Indeed. of us back together again for one last ride. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> We're lighting the house on fire and going yeah. down with it right after we wrap here. Uh, as, uh, as all our draft episodes go, this will be a serpentine draft. Shout out to All Fantasy Everything for... Yeah, the first of a couple. We're going to talk about them a little more later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's but right. They are uh, they are a we are a spiritual descendant of that podcast. We can play we owe ro- everything to them. We can play rock paper scissors to determine the order uh, of the yes. draft wow, in person. Really Normally, can. we do it over Zoom, and there's a lag. It's true. Yeah, but we can do it in person. This okay. Time. Also, whenever we talk about all fantasy, everything is like. I was like, oh, yeah, they're like our companion podcast. And you're like, no, no, no. Or that's how I think of it sometimes. And you're like, no, they don't know we exist at all. Nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> we just uh, we just trail behind them sometimes. And mm-hmm. they just have a great format that works for this show. <laughs> we're fans of theirs. I think that, that sums yeah. up. Oh, yeah. We're just total fans. Like, totally. Yeah. Portland comedians. We love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out. But anyway, shall we get the draft order? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right. Don't shoot. Mm-hmm. Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. All scissors. Ooh. Scissor me. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Went scissors again. I cut. That's a draw. Edwin. It's a draw. Oh. It's a wash. Yeah. It's we all wash. were different. One right, scissors, one paper, one rock. Once there's just one person different. Yeah. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. Sean wins. Yeah, Sean the odd wins. Man out. Yep. You will determine the order of the draft. Okay. I will go first. Mm-hmm. Then Alex, then Edwin. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I... <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll uh, I'll type these out as we go, mm-hmm. and this is the first time in all of our drafts that we've uh, made that clear before we start. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to write it's down? Always, it's always three who's, runs. Who will in, be like, the person? Oh, Sean, are you, are you somebody writing this down? down? <laughs> and he's like, I, I got him. I uh, I believe. Is somebody recording this? <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, I am going to go with. Uh, my first pick will be a Jim look to the camera. James. Uh, Jim looks to the camera in Branch Wars Season 4, Episode 10, while reclining his seat in a car while oh, wearing a good mustache. Yeah. Very good. That's right. That's right. I don't think it's it's exactly... It's, it's, 
it's a little different than your typical Jim shocked or Jim confused. It's Jim. It, he's it, there's shame in it this time. <laughs> yes. Um, and embarrassment. Uh, and I think that's what makes it special. The mustache makes it special. Yes, it does. Um, the, the framing, the, the reclining action. Yeah, uh, I think I think that this is a is a good one. One of the fun things about doing this draft is that there are so many looks to the camera. So many. I think hundreds in comparison and hundreds, and hundreds to some of the other drafts that we've done in the past, where there are, I think maybe some clear cut favorites. Yeah, some ones that go really early in the draft. I think there yeah. are so many different sort of flavors of the looks to the camera uh, that we're all going to have different sort of angles on how we approach this and what we wanted to take. So I'm glad you took that one because it's unique as he's reclining in that seat uh, <laughs> in front of the camera. Uh, it's perfect. We should also shout out uh, OfficeStairMachine.com. Yes. Which I think we've talked uh, about yes. on the show before. Yes, but we should. You can type in any emotion. It's a site you go to. Uh, you type in any emotion, and it'll just start playing every look to the camera in the office. Um, these guys spent like, spent like a year and a half building it. And yeah. It's like, wow. The it's tools we have good. at our disposal. It's really good. It's and, pretty good. It doesn't call out the episode, which I would have appreciated in <laughs> yeah. prepping for this. Yeah, no, you got to do some hunting. <laughs> uh, you got to sniff it out what it is. But yeah. it does help. It did help with this. So check that out. Um, but you can get happy, sad, embarrassed, horny, <laughs> angry, frustrated, Confused. intrigued, yes. devious, and mm -hmm. evil. Two different categories. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, great, great first pick. Thank you very much, Alex. It is time for your first pick, my well, dude. I I know what I'm getting here because uh, I I still laugh at this every time I see it, um, and it's just perfect for me. Which is uh, a shot from the fight, which is uh, a, just a cutaway shot of Dwight just ramming the heel of his hand up <laughs> into a dummy's face <laughs> over and over, and he looks over yes. at the camera as he continues yes. to do it. Um, it's not. There's other looks. To, I won't step on picks. There's other looks to the camera while he's doing punching moves. Um, but this one came before the other one. And uh, I, there's something about... He, he, yeah, when he looks so, over, he looks, so he looks like a second grader whose parents are finally looking at him doing the thing he's yes. been wanting them to look at. So are you watching? Are you are watching? You watching? Are you wa That's the energy he has. And he's so proud to be showing his skills off. Um <laughs> The timing of it, the the shot of it, how the way he's hitting that dummy, it just just works for me. <laughs> I wish we, I just wish we had more of Dwight in the dojo. I know because he know. just seems a uh, second home. He's really mm -hmm. he's really in his element there, uh, and that, that he's, he's he's just getting a lot out when he's hitting that dummy, and I love it. <laughs> I've seen that before. That's Japanese for California roll. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fantastic pick. I guess it's time for me to take That's my first right. pick. That's right. You get mm -hmm. first and right. second, sir. You will let me know if this can go as one pick. Okay. Yes. At the very end of Valentine's Day in season two, Michael or Michael's standing in the elevator and Jan kisses him. And then the camera is on them both. Michael looks up and is kind and sees the camera and is kind of proud of himself. Jan turns and sees the camera and is oh. horrified. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's a it's good just one. The, it's just the comedy drama mask <laughs> yeah. in person. And then sure. as Jan is horrified, the elevator doors just close in front of Michael and Perfect. he descends in the building. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great shots that make good use of the elevator closing. Uh, that one, that one's way up there. Mm -hmm. I would also put Dwight as the Joker. Uh, as another great elevator door closing. Yeah. Let's put a smile on that face. Um, yeah, that's a great call. Very, the, the, it's, yeah. it's, 
I'll allow it. Jan and Michael together. I'll allow yeah. it. Yeah, of course. It's just such a perfect, uh, perfect little yin and yang moment, and and captures basically their whole relationship at that time. Uh, you got Very the hot good. corner. It's yeah, that's right. Yes, that's right. Um, let's see. The grind don't stop. All right, I will also do number two pick. Will be a, another Dwight look. Um, it is in the Lover in season six when he's giving Michael the chills. And he says, there's a knife in your back and the blood is gushing down. <laughs> Michael says, I'm sleeping with Pam's mom. Sometimes dinner. And Dwight, the blood is gushing down. The blood is gushing down. He looks down. He looks up at the camera. His speed and cadence change a little after. The blood is gushing down. You know, I would have really appreciated the heads up that you were into dating mothers. I would have introduced you to mine. <laughs> so just the, just the way that Michael has his head down, he has his eyes closed. Dwight is uh, paused in. And the blood is gushing down. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of looks to the camera from Dwight yeah. in reference to Michael, where he's kind of been like, "You guys are seeing this, right? Like, mm-hmm. look at this guy. Survivor Man is full of them." <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's a great one. I uh, that was that was one of my on my list. Okay, there we go. These are more fun when we get to steal things. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I love stealing things. <laughs> um, back to me. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Glad this is still here. This is from PDA um, in season seven. Okay. The cold open. Uh, Dwight or Pam hands Daryl a card uh, at the passing of his grandmother. <laughs> he reads the card, reading all the messages. Possible someone, Pam says, people might have thought it was your birthday. In comes Andy. Birthday punches. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In the middle of that, a teary-eyed Daryl like looks towards the camera tear. to the side. Watery eyes. And you just get, you're, you're still getting Ed Helms' head bobbing in the corner of the shot. One, two, three, four, he gets, five. He gets all the way to 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, always gets me and much like Michael and Chan in that moment of, of mm-hmm. like how stoked Andy is with how sad and teary eyed is. It uh, really works for me. Mm. Fabulous pick. Uh, all right. It is now time for my second and third. I am going to go with. Oh, let's see. Let's see here. I am going to go with another gym for my first of these two um, dinner party. The pained look that he gives the camera when they walk into the Jan's candle closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just that. Just, it's like. It's so intense. It's like his eyes are watering. He immediately, he immediately had a little something come up, come yeah. up in his throat. You can tell. Like, yeah, just the turnaround and just like that, like the shake of the head. Like, no, I can't go back in. Uh I, that's just a, an expression. Um, John Krasinski did a great job with that one, man. That expression just uh, is burned into my brain. <laughs> it's funny how he, the gym looks start in the early seasons is just kind of uh, a way to kind of let the audience in on the joke. Can you believe you're seeing this? Isn't mm-hmm. this ridiculous mm-hmm. what Michael or Dwight or whomever is doing? And then later, like, it's so much more. He has to do with so much more <laughs> and conveys that much more when the situations get crazier and crazier yep. as the show goes on, including this. One that I wanted to draft but was not actually a look to the camera when I looked it up was in a chair model when Michael says to Pam, 
Do you remember at my dinner party when I said I was swearing off women? And Pam says, I definitely remember your dinner party. <laughs> she doesn't look at the camera. Dang it. But if yeah. she did, that was going to be a pick. That's a good one. <laughs> I definitely remember your dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, next pick. All right. I'm gonna See I'm gonna play. pick this one because I do have a feeling I have a feeling that it's not gonna stay on the board very long. Uh, and that is Robert California in search committee. No, just yeah, staring that one too. down that one the too. camera. <laughs> yep. Sorry, buddy. It's a credit pick too. That's in the credits. It is. Oh, yeah. in the op- it's in the opening credits. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Cool. Once he's in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The that down. The, the head drop. Yeah. Exactly. It is. Uh, you got to think he started asking the documentary crew about about their souls and who they were. <laughs> what are you? What do you do here? <laughs> It's uh, it's yeah. That's the best part of it is that it's like he's like I'm gonna need you so on there, powerful Sean. that he's turning. <laughs> it's that he's right like, over here, Jim. <laughs> Jim, right over here. <laughs> that's such a good blooper. <laughs> that's right into the wall. <laughs> oh, it's good to be together again. Yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, um, what was I talking about? You're talking about Robert, Robert California, California looking, looking into the, um, the camera. Yeah, it's it's just it's fabulous to watch him like manipulate the characters and then turn it turn it around on either the documentary crew or us, the audience. Yeah. Uh it's a uh I mean, because that's really what these moments are about, is the interaction with the audience is is uh, what's great. And so all of a sudden, we feel a little bit intimidated by Robert California. So uh, there you go. I had to pick that one. Sorry, Alex. No, no I had that fine. one on my list, too. I think that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that, was, that was coming off the board next. Mm-hmm. So you've done well. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job. Uh, <laughs> is that your, both your picks? That, that's it. Back that's to me? It. Okay. Um, I'm going to go... I'm I'm a little afraid this might get off the board, but so I'm going to take it now. But this is, I think, one of the more memorable, iconic, and gravity-filled looks in terms of a cliffhanger that we get on the show, which is at the end of season three, the job. This is Ryan uh, oh. taking the <laughs> oh, call wow. with David Wallace, and then immediately breaking up with Kelly. Yeah, and you, it's it's the it's the rarest. I think it's the rarest look to the camera on the mm-hmm. entire show because it's an up. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like it a mounted a camera, very... and it, and it, the way he's shot and he looks up and diagonally at it. They and... did that specifically so that you could see Kelly in the background. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I are done. What? <laughs> uh, and so much happens in like three seconds there, where it's like, yeah. oh my god, Ryan's getting the job. He's breaking up with Kelly. Looks at the camera. Season's over, and it's just yeah. like. I love it. Um, I had to get it. And uh, yeah. It. Yeah. You know, it's funny. This uh, I, I thought you were going to take an, uh, one that I had looked up, but I, I didn't think it technically counted. I thought you were going to take Pam and that talking head where Jim interrupts and asks her on the date at the end of the job. Oh, yeah. Well, and the reason that I don't, I'm not, I'm not taking that now because I think that's a talking head. In the, exactly. That's yeah. the different, like, it's just a point of differentiation for this yeah. draft is that a lot of talking heads, they kind of look to the camera, but the point is they look to the camera kind of in the middle of the action. I think that's kind of what we're right. going for yeah. with this draft. Yes. So, um, probably should have said that up top, but yeah, yes, yeah. Fair. I just wanted to clarify because that, and we've done a talking head draft. Ex- exactly. Yeah. That's why it's important to, uh, to clarify there. So, mm-hmm. um, two more picks for me. I'm going to go with a uh, product recall, Dwight imitating Jim. 
Oh, so when he great. dresses up Die. as Jim is the yeah. end of the ep. <laughs> uh, little comment. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> Just does a lot of Jim faces to the camera. It all happens all at once. It's uh, so He does good. it again and again and again. Um, He's like, <laughs> yeah. he like <laughs> looking good, Dwight. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Jim says something that at one point he's like, "Look at you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, look at you." Mm-hmm. There are, yeah, I I really love the moments where the show acknowledges that they have this convention of looking directly into the camera. Yeah, totally. This is one. Um, the Robert California pick that you made earlier, mm-hmm. frankly, is one. Karen Another Filipelli? one. I was gonna say from a Talking Head mm-hmm. again because mm-hmm. I thought about taking that as what well. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's the first one. Um. And then. Uh, I guess we'll just keep it rolling with Dwight. It feels like with Dwight, I'd take every draft. I take a lot of Dwight, but this is from Classy Christmas. After Dwight locks Jim out of the office and emerges yeah. from the snowman yes. and throws all the snowballs at him, Jim is on the ground. Dwight empties his bag of snowballs on top of him. He puts one foot on top of him, looks <laughs> right to the camera, and goes hot, and then leaves. That's the other moment, <laughs> a triumphant moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be in the proud category on the office stair machine. <laughs> From sure. Dwight. How about icing it? LOL. <laughs> uh, that's one where like Dwight often has those like crazed. He can have those crazed eyes mm-hmm. where he's. I yeah. feel like it's a. It's an energy you just get from like some boys, like grade school boys that are just too hyper. Yeah, they just are like ah, yeah, yeah, and they go a little too far. It's like, kind of very similar when he when he goes up when Dwight starts spanking. Um, yes, Andy yeah, or, or Michael, totally, Luke or Andy, Andy. Yeah, and when when he's recreating yeah. it, yeah, yeah, um, very similar kind of chaotic energy almost of like this guy could. There's a lot of that him. energy on the farm. Yes, <laughs> yeah. put him in a triangle choke and just yeah. keep pressing and pressing. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, fifteen thousand dollars and a shot at the title. <laughs> yeah, good pick. Thank you. Uh, back on me here. This is, I think, my fourth pick. That's right. That's right. Um, let's go. Okay, this is this is you, this is another kind of two parter. It's kind of like a Michael Jan moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from uh, Saber. Is the episode uh, when they receive the box? Uh, oh. It's a two parter of Michael saying, "Scissor <laughs> me." Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It, the two part is. Not only as Michael catches it, the look of joy and glee on his face of like, like he got it to the camera and then pan over to Pam. Gives one of the best horrified aghast, looks. aghast looks into the camera uh, at what you just saw. This was on my list. Um, I even said scissor me earlier. <laughs> I know. And I, I probably gave it away then. No, I had it written down. Oh, bro. God. Dude, I had that. I had a way before oh, you had it. Oh, my God, dude. Sure. You never had your car. <laughs> I, it's yeah. That, dude, that's great. Um, yes. It's just another one-two punch that that's a set spike that just works perfectly of pure joy, pure pure shock. Another great uh, like camera blocking of the movement, yeah. Like from the whip from Michael's like look like he's so proud, <laughs> just, just whip yeah. to Pam being so horrified, mm-hmm. and that she seems to be the only one with an issue at what's yep. happening. <laughs> Uh, that is a great pick, uh, Thanks, and one that you stole from me. <laughs> oh, all the better. Oh, all the better. About, you want to talk about money? <laughs> the first not draft, really, the second really. episode we ever did. I'm still burning. 
I also I'm still she's burning. <laughs> <laughs> I also appreciate. I know you didn't do this on purpose, but in a previous draft episode, Alex once lamented being in the middle, where he's saying it's just hard to be in between. <laughs> having two picks on either side. So I, uh, when you <laughs> put Alex in the middle, I was just, it was uh, perfect and, perfect and schlock. Guten prank. Yes. Uh, justice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it is now time for my fourth and final pick. So I am going to go with first uh, Michael in the whistleblower mm. in the cold open. I saw you on TV, and I want to pinch your tiny wiener. <laughs> the look that Michael gives the camera, he's so delighted. <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> he is so excited about it. Oh, Packer, I thought you were a girl. <laughs> it's so good. But it, that is just an all-time great, like... like With a big smile. He's yeah. so yeah. dopey looking. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a great Steve Carell expression. Um, and uh, let's see. Okay, for my last pick here... Term. Gotta make it count. Yeah, I only have one left on my list. So I really hope. Okay, don't this it. is a this. It's actually this is an easy one uh, because so much has been taken. Um, the, this is uh, Kelly Kapoor, uh, the seminar, season seven, episode thirteen. I'm Kelly Kapoor, the business bitch. Oh, nice. <laughs> that look. I mean, <laughs> oh, such it's a good kind one. Of- that look is kind of the pinnacle of her character in a way. It is. It's like fully confident. Yeah. It's like a lot of sass. Yeah. Just totally if like, you, I don't care. If you were going to. better. It, just like in the, like when they do uh, their little video montage for the, the five families of the mm-hmm. Scranton Business Park. If Kelly was one of those people, that would be her clip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just whipping to the camera. <laughs> Kelly Kapoor, the business bitch. <laughs> Got Kelly Kapoor, the business bitch. Kelly Kapoor is Paul really talkative Faust and really disaster mean. Disaster Kids Limited. <laughs> Kelly very Kapoor. small and very mean. <laughs> <laughs> they call her Cool Girl Kel. She's super pretty and super mean. <laughs> <laughs> Old man crab, Bill Crest. <laughs> <laughs> Not nearly enough Bill Cress <laughs> on the office, in my opinion. Uh, good pick there, man. All, All right, right Alex, Alex. Final pick. Mm-hmm. The last one here is from the episode Spooked in season eight. This one comes from Gabe Lewis. I had to have a Gabe oh. look because he has some good ones. This is uh, <laughs> while they're watching his cinema of the unsettling screen <laughs> and everyone is horrified. It goes to a shot and he just gives a little wink and a click. And a point at the camera. Oh, God. As like, uh, check out what I'm doing. Uh, it's so greasy. It's so gross. And he knows what he's doing. Um, he's got his mask up on top of his head. He's in the skeleton. Yeah, that's uh, right. The Bones outfit. Um, something about the timing of it uh, I really enjoy. And he's got a solo cup in one hand. And I don't know. The way he does a little... Yeah. I'm like... So, <laughs> he's like, I told you I got this. What a Because at that moment, he's like, I'll save this party. You know, that's where it's like, when Aaron asked yeah. him to save the party. Yep, yeah. And that's like his look of like, 
Told you I'd save the party. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right, buddy. my final pick and to close out the draft, I had to take a gym pick and there are so, so, so many. Uh, so I I thought of one that just felt it's in the middle of the, it's in the, the middle of the show, not near the beginning of the end, not tied to any major moment, but it just felt like a perfect gym uh, look to the camera. It's in women's appreciation. Andy, they're having a conference room meeting and they're talking about what's going on in society. Michael says, I don't even consider myself a part of society. <laughs> Andy says, if it were up to me, you ladies would be the fashion models. And Kevin says, yes, Andy. Then the fashion models could come here and work with me. <laughs> and then the way that Jim just leans back, kind of uh, gives that confused just, look to the camera, just, just going... Like- Chewing on that logic a for response, a second. Exactly. <laughs> a response to both Andy and Kevin. Uh, Andy's sort of performative statement, yes. and then Kevin's yeah. real interpretation. Yep. Just uh, Jim's Jim's little reaction. His arms crossed, and he back in his chair. I, it feels like a, just a very, very good classic Jim moment because yes. there are so, so many Jim stares yep. over the course of the show. Um, so that wraps up the draft. That reminds it me. Does. That reminds me of the. Uh, it's not a look to the camera, but when um, Kevin's talking to him about who to choose between uh, Karen or Pam, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, Pam's boobs are bigger," and and <laughs> Pam's and Jim kind of starts doing yeah, 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 yeah. nods, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> like le- leans yeah. into what's happening. That, that, I think Karen has a prettier face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. You're going to need to report back on me about this at the end of the day. Will do. Yeah. <laughs> so, fantastic draft yeah. as always, Great fellas. Yes, well do you done. want to read the picks? Or sh- and then we yeah, can do honorable How about mentions? I'll read the picks and then we'll do our honor- honorable mentions. I yeah. went first. I picked Jim and Branch Wars reclining in a mustache. Jim in dinner party, uh, his pained look in the candle room. Robert California in search party staring down the camera. Uh, Michael Scott in the whistleblower um, thinking that Packer wants to pinch his tiny wiener. Um, (laughs) And then Kelly Kapoor, the business bitch. Uh, Then Alex went next. He picked Dwight in the fight, punching the dummy in the face repeatedly. Um uh, Daryl in PDA crying while getting birthday punches. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, you and I are done. (laughs) Uh, Once he gets the job. Uh, Michael and Pam, uh, (laughs) scissor me. (laughs) (laughs) And Gabe in spooked, winking to the camera during cinema of the unsettling. (laughs) Last was Edwin. Uh, he got a double pick with Jan and Michael getting caught in the elevator. Then uh, Dwight doing the knife in your back and the blood is gushing down. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, reacting to Michael dating mothers now. Uh, <laughs> Dwight in product recalled Dwight as Jim. <laughs> um, <laughs> then Dwight dumping snowballs on Jim and going, ha! <laughs> 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 uh, and finally... Uh, just a classic gym look uh, in women's appreciation uh, as Andy and Kevin are discussing supermodels working at Dunder Mifflin <laughs> Scranton. Um, well, there you have it. Uh, what do we? What did we, What didn't we pick? Well, there's a lot. There are quite a bit. One of my favorites that I didn't pick was email surveillance. Okay. When everyone is walking past Michael to go 
out, even though Michael knows that Jim's having this party without them. And he says, Dwight, what are you doing? We can watch that stupid show you want to watch, Battlestar Galactica. We can watch whatever stupid show you want. And Dwight says, I can't. I have to go to practice. And then he looks up at the camera. He, he goes, I have to go to practice. And then it's like a three beat where he looks at Michael, at the camera, and then down. He goes, soccer practice. <laughs> he goes, you too, Dwight? You too, Dwight. Clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, cause Mike, he's still under the impression that it's a surprise party for Michael. Right. So. Um, during uh, Gay Witch Hunt, uh, Jim, looking into the camera with delight as Andy finds his calculator in Jello, and then with distress, oh, yes. after Andy says, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Yep, yep. Um, I I had that one on my list. Actually. And then for whatever reason, I uh, well there are a lot and then of. Then he kind of hides behind the monitor. Yeah, exactly. He's just he like down, he shakes, shakes his, his head. head. He's yeah. like, nope, nope, yeah, don't. I'm not gonna fly here. Almost, it's almost a look of like begging the camera, like crew, to just be like, drop it, <laughs> drop it, <laughs> yep. like. And then I guess like last sort of honorable mentions, they're they're kind of a category, but it's Jim pranking Dwight, and there are a bunch that come to mind. One is. Uh, after Jim attacks Dwight from the front because Dwight insists on going behind him because 70% of attacks are from the rear. So Jim slaps him and then looks at the camera. Um, there's another one in Turf War when Dwight asks him to hit the NOS and he does <laughs> yeah. and he turns on the windshield yeah. wipers. And there's another one, uh, this is all kind of a, a theme, but they all kind of run together in my head for me, but where it's, uh, I believe the episode is Junior Salesman. Um, no, it's... Um, I think it's the no, suit warehouse. Sorry. So uh, Dwight is trying to call Jim to get the old team back together of handsome and stinky. And Jim says, sorry, sorry, stinky. Yes. I'm in Philly this week. <laughs> and Dwight goes through their old, uh, <laughs> their old ruses where they were the, the law firm and they had the suits with their hair slicked back. And then the other one where they were like biker brothers and the two mm. of them are on a motorcycle. Oh and my Dwight God. is cheering and Jim is looking into the camera, just totally defeated. <laughs> uh, last one. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the prank is Michael eats an entire family-sized chicken pot pie. They bring the clock to mm, 5 yep. p.m. And then at the end, they're all celebrating. And Jim, they're all like, they're all celebrating. Somebody does finger guns. And Jim looks to the camera and does the finger guns. Pew, pew. Oh, that's a, that's a great <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go quick here. Because there, there's one I just realized that I probably would have picked in my normal draft. Which okay. is one, one I bring up a lot, which is for money when uh, Jan circles the car. Uh, oh yeah, and it's that glaring kind of look she gives into the camera <laughs> yeah. as she comes around is amazing. Uh, my, my really like heartfelt pick I didn't pick is uh, Jim when and when it's silent and he finds out that they're pregnant in company picnic mm-hmm. at the end and he yeah. ha- has his hand in his hair and he kind of looks at the camera and he kind of yep. makes that sound. No. Uh, from Crime Aid, uh, Phil is talking to Dwight, going, "You know, I know." You know they know. <laughs> That's a good I one. I know none of that. And if I did, you'd <laughs> yeah. be the last to know. It's just, again, That's a full a acknowledgement one. of the cameras by not only like you know they know and acknowledging them as a character mm-hmm. in, within the world of the show mm-hmm. as well. And it's finally, fattening. finally, it's very, and then it's finally, um, this is one from a distance. But this is after Moe's has run over the cars in Garden Party. <laughs> Puts his <laughs> puts his hands up in the air when after his failed uh, Daredevil stunt. Yes, um, yeah. It's again. It's from a ways away, but it's great. <laughs> one last one. I'm sorry to. Yeah, no. It's an honorable mention. It's a moment that is I thought was a look into the camera, but was not upon further review. Which is in season nine. I think the episode is. Man, I looked it up earlier today. I think it's either promos or maybe living the dream. Uh, Andy is talking to Jim. 
and he talks to Big Tuna here in Philly. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here? I thought, or here in Scranton, I thought you'd be in Philly. And Jim is saying, well, you know, I, uh, Jim says, I, I couldn't give my all to two things. I can only give my all to one thing. And Andy says, yeah, between running this branch and acting, I'm split pretty thin. I'm butchering the quote. But Andy says, some days I don't know if I'm wearing my work makeup or my stage makeup. <laughs> and Jim just says, huh. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look at the camera. <laughs> but just, I I wanted that to be one. I, I don't That's know if I'm wearing my work, that. Yeah, my work makeup or my stage makeup. Which me am I going to huh. be today? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, you just made up that up off the top of your head? <laughs> Uh, I don't, I don't have any that weren't mentioned, honestly. Um, so there you have it. We were looking for kitten. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like we didn't pick a lot of Michael picks. I don't see Michael on here, right? A lot. So many. Um, that, yeah. that ocean is so deep. It's hard to mm-hmm. it's hard to explore it all. Yeah, you know? a lot of talking or a this lot of these the worst. Looks, <laughs> a lot of these <laughs> looks at the camera come within the action, and a lot of Michael's explanations are done via talking head. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he really really gets out his feelings in the confessionals and the talking heads. Yes. There is a great one with Michael when they Gabe tells him that they can do counseling in house because our HR representatives are licensed counselors. Oh right. And Michael says, right. "What's the other option?" Yeah, the alternative is termination. <laughs> Michael thinks about it really hard and looks right in the camera. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so many, so many more than more than we can really truly. mention. Um, but I think that counter on the website is like in the seven hundreds. Yeah, that's right. There are videos and I'm sure online. They don't have all of them. Yeah, there are videos online of every gym look of every gym look that isn't. From Jim, Jim, but even yeah. that video of, non, uh, of non-Jim characters light. is not comprehensive. Yeah. No. Um, so let us know what we missed, what your favorites are. Yes. Toby's, you'll Email see. us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Toby has another one where he's holding the vending machine. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. about to fall out of He looks to the camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. Yeah. And we'll come right yeah. back to let's the take off a break. Let's, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Let me ask you something here. What's better than finding quality candidates? I'll tell you what, finding them instantly. Now, for a powerful hiring partner, you need Indeed, because Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can just do it all with Indeed. You find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, virtual interviews. And if you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Now, let's talk about the Instant Match because that's really, really, really where Indeed shines, right? So let's say when Michael needs to fill the receptionist position and he says, I want Ryan Howard. I need him. Michael had an instant match. He knew exactly who he wanted. But not everyone is like Michael and Ryan. Not everyone has that relationship. So if you want to be like that, use their instant match. Because candidates you invite to apply through instant match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to US Indeed data. With instant match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. They do all the hard work for you. Sponsor a job, and boom, Instant Match shows you 
who you need. So join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. So visit Indeed.com slash Scott to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Scott. Indeed.com slash Scott. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone, conference room now. This week in the conference room, I wanted to mention a point that was brought up on All Fantasy Everything, a show that we have referenced several times, including in the, <laughs> the previous of segment episode. of this episode. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. In, the epi- in a very recent episode, their topic was, and they fantasy draft topics from the world of pop culture every single week, so it's different every time. And mm-hmm. a recent episode, their topic was good things that have gone on for too long. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, David Borey mentioned... The Office being part of the general zeitgeist. He yeah. had a pretty funny, pretty hot take about... Good rant. How, exactly, about how you can find another show, about people wearing Dunder Mifflin t-shirts at the grocery store, about people on dating apps saying that they're looking for their gym or their Pam, etc. People mm-hmm. kind of making The Office into their personalities. It was really yes. funny. I laughed pretty hard when I heard it. Um, <laughs> it was kind of like getting roasted just you know, for the sake of... Sure. As, as people who host this totally. show. Yep. Um, and and maybe, uh, maybe our listeners, maybe you feel the same way. So it just made me think... Maybe you're offended about how even over the course of this podcast, the way that the office has been kind of perceived in the sort of pop culture zeitgeist has changed quite a bit. I think when we started this show in 2019, the office was on Netflix. A lot of people were rediscovering it or watching it for the first time. Uh, It seemed a little more popular, a little more widespread, and it just had a different feel. I think now maybe people are tired of it. Maybe some people uh, find it more associated with like older millennials, mm-hmm. maybe like has mm-hmm. the office run its course. I'm mm-hmm. just curious to know what you guys think. Uh, you know, is the office cringe in some way? Like where, do, how do you feel about it? <laughs> is now? it chuggy? Mm-hmm. Tell me about chuggy. So I think like the, the easiest way to define chuggy is a way for Gen Z to make fun of millennials. It's typically uh, like, us talking about ask me asking what chuggy is is that right? I also feel is like chuggy, it, they don't yes. really use it anymore. They don't. Oh no! Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just even talking about it <laughs> oh, is chuggy for real. Look at um, us. But you Look know, at you. Look it's at like, but like, don't bump me in with this. Like, things that are really chuggy are like you know, liking Harry Potter. Um, the analytical part of me wants to examine it, but I know there's no content. <laughs> there are, um, yeah. I don't think we need to dwell on okay, that yeah, so much. Sure, sure. We don't. We as, don't. <laughs> as, as just like, how do you guys feel about The Office now? How is it as a part of pop culture? Do you think it's worn out? Do you? St- how do you still feel about it? And we, with the understanding that yeah. we're hosting a show about The Office, <laughs> this is as we're we going speak, to continue. We're, we're yeah. talking to mm-hmm. a, a rabid fan base. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, <clears throat> it is it is interesting. Like in that transfer from it being on it, the, the pan with the pandemic starting in that first year, and it was still on Netflix, right? through that first like year of the pandemic That's true. pretty much yeah. mm-hmm. like i just feel like it, it, we kind of hit its like peak exposure almost right, right. Then. and then went to peacock and since then it and, and maybe it's all the accounts i follow on social media like there's still a lot of memes there's still a lot of stuff i see but it's definitely started to feel at least for me like a little like oh it, it, you know what it is it's like how it's like how some gen x where like people a little older than me talk about Friends or Seinfeld all yeah. the time, and you're just yeah, like, yeah. 
that's you're just an older generation and I don't care about that show. Yeah. And I it's it feels like it's happening in real time right now. <laughs> like we're sliding like we're currently on the downslope of like, oh, the office, like that's cool. That's like a and maybe we're totally wrong here. Maybe we're buying too much into one guy's rant on a different podcast. Mm-hmm. But like it did resonate with me a little bit. It felt like yeah, that I, is, it's not played out. Of course, I still love it. I truly, truly love it. Um I, but I don't talk about it out in public as much as I used to. Yeah, I think that... The, Instead, I talk about it on the podcast every <laughs> single week. <laughs> Privately. Yeah, to way more people than I ever would in public. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it is starting to get to a point where I feel like The Office is kind of up there with Friends or Seinfeld or, like, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, I mean, it's not... Exactly, but like Star Wars. Perry Mason. Like, I mean, you could probably find a, you know, Shroot Farms t-shirt next to a Stormtrooper t-shirt at Target right now. No, that's exactly where my two office shirts are from. from Exactly. (laughs) So I think that that right there is your answer, kind of, that it is kind of at that point. Which, you know, I think uh, we helped, uh, you know, get it to that fame. Um, so, you know, <laughs> we threw a match through this podcast. Fire, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, I think, uh, and, and some of the other people on all fantasy, everything that episode mentioned that we liked it when it was on, or it was funny at the time, yeah. but that the sort of fan culture around it maybe makes people want to engage with it a little bit less. And it's interesting yeah. to kind of watch it sort maybe maybe i'll say it's welcome like you said it's happening in real time i think people who were mm-hmm. casual fans or maybe enjoyed it that rewatch maybe don't want to spend all this time rewatching the same episodes maybe yeah. they don't care f- for super fan episodes on peacock yeah. because they feel like they've seen the show already and yeah. elements of the office have become cliche but it's because they were novel at the time and i think i, I you know I, st- I still love the office obviously we still do the show i still get a lot out of rewatching it and finding yeah. new details in the super fan episodes i have so much fun Talking about it with you guys, the show still makes me laugh, and I love engaging with the listeners. Totally, it's just a funny thing to witness that yeah. a lot of people who are just watching all sorts of other media. There's so much media and TV out there. Yeah, um, you know what? Who who is still choosing to watch The Office again and again and again? I think mm. that's partially us and partially our listeners. So I'm really curious. I mean, obviously, you guys have shared your thoughts. I'm curious to what our listeners think and if yeah. they've experienced yeah. the same sort of thing. We've talked about how, or I have talked about how. When we I tell people that I host the show about The Office, the reception used to be a little more, oh, wow, I love The Office. I've been rewatching yeah. it. For, and now it's a little more like, oh, okay. They, they, they know the same sort yeah. of culture of response. Well, yeah. I mean, they're so, like, it's like everybody knows now that there's, like, you know, other podcasts about The Office. And the, and the rewatch podcast in general has, you know, mm-hmm. become a very well known yeah. thing. So, you know, um, the dating app thing is really true, Very true. from when before I was dating my wife, uh, a, a brief time on the apps that was all over it. Mm-hmm. Pam looking for a gym. Yeah. But it, it was always that it was never a gym, gym looking, looking for, for a Pam. Pam that never really you didn't see that much. Yeah. Well, I guess I wasn't looking at <laughs> I, I was looking for uh, <laughs> someone who's engaged. Fast. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I will confess that it, for a time, not for a, it was a while ago now yeah. Yeah. that on my, my profile it was looking for Holly Flex. Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, there you go. That's yeah. uh, you were shaking. But that's a better that. take on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Now I uh, and I have a friend who's very like the office is not a personality. Like he yeah, has, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Very uh-huh. much feels that yeah. way, and I, I completely agree. It is you know. Yeah. It can be a hobby. It can be a total. It's absolutely. Yeah. Don't let don't let your favorite TV show define you. you that's know? right. 
Right. Um, you define the show. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it, in spite of all that, you know, and in spite of even doing this, you know, this podcast where, you know, we are really just beating this horse to death. Um, I, I mean, I watched... It's a bull that Mose and Dwight are trying to reanimate. <laughs> It'll I watched... Super fan episodes the entire time I was packing yeah. before leaving Charlotte. Totally. And I loved it. It was just the perfect thing. It just put me in a perfect mood. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd just not pay attention. Sometimes I would. Like, it was great. It's always there for you. And I think it always will be. Yeah. And they'll. I think there's going to be a generation of people much like Harry Potter or something where sure. it's always with them and they'll always talk about it and yeah. it's a source of comfort. And well, it's, it's easy of- to, yeah, it's easy to make fun of things that are a comfort to people. Totally. You know? Oh, yes. I mean, it's ASMR make- is like the biggest yeah. punching bag for... <laughs> it's, like- well, it's just super Why don't you take to- this time to go in on ASMR? <laughs> <laughs> it's super... I mean, it's overall, it's just, it's just really easy to make fun of stuff that a lot of people like. Yes. It's, right. it's so much easier to make fun of something than like something. It's yes. easier to hate than to believe in something. Yes. Like, that's just... Always been yeah, that way. David Bory. Always will be that way throughout. Just uh, yeah, that's just how mm-hmm. that's just how people are, and it's getting worse and worse. It feels like. And the, like I said, the take made me laugh quite a bit. It felt like direct specific attention. Totally. You know, it's it's kind of like yeah. getting roasted. And uh, as you mentioned, I, st- I still watch the show. I still get a lot out of watching the show. It's just very funny to kind of consider where other people might see the office, yeah. and it's just where how much does it influence their lives? If it influences them at all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's worth bringing up on our show. And again, none of this is an admonishment or like a, yes, exactly. hey, we're out yeah. on the show. We're Don't not. want to make it's anyone feel like, bad you shouldn't, you shouldn't like The Office and you shouldn't <laughs> just, watch it. The, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, do our listeners ever, do you ever take stock of this? Have you had a d- change in your relationship with the show? The reason I was so happy to hear this take was because it's something that I've been thinking about. Something yeah. that I've yeah. kind of seen uh, in other people, yeah. and it was—it's fun that it gives us uh, an avenue to talk about this without being without criticizing yeah. the show at all. Yeah. Or perhaps fans, perhaps yeah. we're in a—we're just in a bit of a hangover from the mm-hmm. office a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have another topic for the conference room. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, please wait. What were we going to say, Sean? Just then. I thought you were going to do your transitional phrase that our lovely folks over oh. at our Facebook support Well, there you have it. <laughs> Just so you know. He said it once already. Oh, he did? Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. He totally did. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Kayla, our our, uh, our Facebook uh, fan group, yeah. who sent us their banner image. It is amazing yeah, it's really uh, head over to there if you if you and uh check it out join because... the fan group you can also join our patreon yeah we didn't do any of this at the top we, yes. we've we've lost our curveball here uh but it's a it's a whole picture with a lot of our catchphrases yeah and, and it's awesome of those catchphrases. it's so cool thank you kayla and uh and to the whole group that's so cool yeah um edwin you were saying an additional topic for this week's conference room, Larry Wilmore, one of the original writers for The Office, appeared on Mike Birbiglia's Working It Out podcast very recently, and he talked about writing The Office and writing for different shows. Uh, I would highly recommend you listen to that podcast in general. It's fantastic if you like comedy podcasts, if you like mm-hmm. listening to comedians talk about joke writing and, and creative and creativity and different creative works. Highly recommend it. It's a great listen. And what Larry Wilmore kind of talked about in general with writing different shows was this idea of conflict. The characters need to have conflict. That actors need to have the conflict. Otherwise, they are, no pun intended, talking heads. Yeah. And w- Mike Birbiglia mentioned, is there a conflict in the office? And Larry Wilmore mm. said it very well. He said, yeah, with Michael Scott, the conf- the biggest obstacle is himself. 
<laughs> that yeah. he wants to be loved yeah. and appreciated, but, but the biggest obstacle is, is, is himself. Yeah. And <laughs> that totally. how much how funny is it that when you walk into the office, the first thing you want to do is avoid him. Yeah, yeah. like there's yeah. all this oh, conflict totally. internally. Yeah. And and Mike Birbiglia just said, "I'll never watch the show the same way again," which is a great thing to hear. That like that uh, sort of extra perspective can can challenge um, the way that you watch the show. The second thing that he mentioned was a conflict I with love Jim. That. that it's an internal conflict that he can't say, "I love you" to Pam. He can't tell her how he feels, so he has to do. He has to tell her in other ways, and that's what happens over. Like that's the internal conflict between Jim, hmm. um, Jim and Pam in the first season, at least the first two seasons, and how you have this Michael internal conflict of himself being his own biggest obstacle <laughs> versus Jim's internal conflict about Pam and how that works together in the early mm. part of the season. So fantastic. Listen, there is more about the office that he talks about. I don't mm. want to give it all away because I, I want to encourage yeah. you to listen to yeah. it. Um, but uh, it's a really fantastic listen. It's about an hour. So really worthwhile. Awesome. Something else uh, that I, that I really appreciated, you know, kind of tagging off our previous discussion. I think one element that maybe accelerates this sort of fatigue that some people might feel around the office is the popularity of Office Ladies, the popularity oh, yeah. of Brian Baumgartner's show, the popularity right. of the Andy Green book, which we mentioned. A lot of supplemental Office content that has come out in the last yes. few years to accompany it. I think it's a cash grab. I'm sure <laughs> cash grab. I'm sure that uh, many of our Real listeners, stuff. a lot of our listeners, have listened to a lot of that stuff. Uh, in addition to our show, um, and but if, if you might not have something else that has happened in recent years is I think that certain comedy writers, and specifically people that have worked in the office, have kind of used TikTok, YouTube to launch their own platform. So Larry Wilmore, obviously, on this episode of the show, um, Brent Forrester, who was a showrunner for The Office. Yep has a great sort of platform on TikTok. He hosts a comedy writing class, and he tells a lot of stories about writing in the office room, writing with Greg Daniels, writing with Conan O'Brien, with other legendary writers. And it's just something that I'd encourage you to check out um, as just extra content. If you're into comedy writing, creativity, storytelling, uh, just check it out. Nice. Awesome. Definitely going to check that out. Recommendation for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think we'll wrap this episode up with uh, with a couple of emails yeah, just, that we've got. Just clearing out a couple of emails. That sounds great. Yeah, and then we'll we'll call it a day. You need um, to do something about Y two K. We've had uh, uh, Sierra sent us an email who said, thinking about that voicemail on your show last week, uh, someone was asking about how they listened to us a ton but never even thought about how we looked like. And we, we sent them to our YouTube page to, to see what they looked like, and then she sent us. Here's what I always imagined what you guys oh looked like. <laughs> which is the workaholics. workaholics alex is anders i am blake and edwin adam. is uh adam yeah. yes <laughs> i mean that's not, not that not far that's far not off that bad yeah not necessarily in looks but like i guess i mean i mean blake's definitely the hairiest and sean's got a big old beard <laughs> yeah like if Adam's hair and Edwin's hair has actually pretty has some overlaps. Yeah. I mean, say, Anders oh. and Alex. Other, oh, I'm not that tall. Your hair is just like Adam's, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you guys have a kind of a similar cadence or like <laughs> pitch of voice. Yes. And then, I also did a bunch of ads for SimCity. Remember that? Yes, mm -hmm. you did. You can I'm, both see. I was on Modern Family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm certainly not the tallest here, and I don't have the head hair that uh, Anders has. Um, but I have. German heritage and my name starts with A. What is so funny got, is that if hard, this, on. hard on. If this was taken in our high school days, this actually would have been closer to accurate. Yeah. Just because Sean used to <laughs> totally. have long, longer hair yeah. and no beard. Yeah. It's true. I don't think it was ever really. It was never like that. <laughs> it was never like that, but but well, now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yep. 
That's yeah, true. I mean, I, it's honestly for for a, for a stop not far off. Hilarious. Swing, swing in the dark. That's well done, Sierra. Pretty good. Good Pretty job. Good. Uh, another email here. Uh, this is uh, fantastic. Another- if you want to see what we look like, we do. We did post some YouTube zooms. Uh, you can look on our Instagram page. Yeah. There are photos of us. Yeah. Our our 100th episode was our yeah. was a was a live stream that we did. And um, Ryan Lloyd, who does all our artwork, did caricature drawings of the yes. three of us in yeah, the same style right. as she's done for all the office characters yeah, and right. the logos. That's yeah. right. Um, another email here from. Jacob, who says, what up, Cynthia? Uh, this one's titled, Don't Know Super Care. He says, just making it through the summer down here. You know, it's funny. Somehow my body has acclimated to southern Italy. I've never been there before. <laughs> he says, I usually leave Isn't a... that weird? <laughs> I usually leave a voicemail, but I'm laying down watching Garden Party and thought it would dabble with the old electronic mail. Wanted to say I love and appreciate y'all's in-depth conversation about the show. and on- But honestly, in all these years of listening... I've also come to really enjoy just hearing about y'all's daily lives and funny stories. Sometimes I even find myself quoting things y'all say outside of the office <laughs> talk, especially, bro, are those swords? <laughs> it's, something, it's something I say to myself all the time. Bro, are those swords? From the time Edwin told about his tennis rackets being mistaken for weaponry. <laughs> and final comment, one of my new favorite things is Sean quoting limo lading. One more time. <laughs> A limousine. (laughs) Much love and respect. Long time listener, long time caller, long time fan, Jacob. (laughs) Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. for those who don't know about the Bodo oh. swords, <laughs> right, one yeah. time I was I was getting my oil changed and I had a drawstring bag that I kept a couple of tennis rackets in and it had just the handles sticking out that were wrapped with the overgrips. <laughs> and while I was getting the oil changed, some guy one of the workers there pointed and said, Bro, are those swords? <laughs> like, no. Was he excited about it? He was it? excited. He wanted to talk about them clearly. They are Wilson Blades, so shout out to Wilson. Boom. Nice. Um Okay, next one here. Uh, this one came from Ian, and this is actually uh, a, a backdoor uh, plug for, for my friend's podcast um, that I, I helped work on uh, from Ian. And he wrote and he said, Alex, hey, I just discovered Missed Fortune, and I thought I caught your name in the credits, but I didn't know if it was you. And Pe- Peter said he's from Portland, and I thought it had to be you. I heard a snippet of your voice in this week's episode, <laughs> which I, I play a character uh, on that show, and it's you. And I want to say I'm really enjoying it, the editing is awesome best Ian in Portland. I'm I just reading this so I can shout out. So my friend Peter Frick Wright uh, spent a very long time on the show. This is on Apple Podcasts. It's an Apple original, one of their first original series they have produced. Um, it's a series about the Forest Fen treasure. So if you don't know who that is, he's this. He was this eccentric old millionaire and art collector. Um, and when he was 80, he hid about a shoebox-sized treasure chest somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. And wrote his memoir, and in his memoir wrote a poem that has the clues to where it's buried. And mm. in it's filled with jewels, artifacts, old coins, gold, all sorts of stuff. Probably about roughly two to three million dollars worth of wow. stuff is in there. Wow. Sparked um, a long, massive treasure hunt of all types of people. And he meant it to be this sort of fun, innocent thing people would do with their families to go looking, and instead created just completely obsessed people that ruin their lives and in some case several mm-hmm. people that died looking for this treasure wow um so peter spent like six years going on trips with this guy he found through craigslist or somewhere i forget exactly how he met him um and recording these treasure hunts with this guy and telling this guy's kind of life story alongside their treasure hunt and i um i, I got to help 
edit and work on the show a bit um, and and work on the scripts. And then I also I play uh, Beauty a, the Mailman, someone who left a voicemail for Peter because Peter started <laughs> getting because he was writing about it for Outside Magazine at the time. Yeah, so yeah. He started getting people writing him too. It's just it's a it's a really Peter and Robbie who made the show did an, an unbelievable job. The show is really good. I really recommend it. Please go check it out. It's called Missed Fortune. It's on Apple Podcasts. You can find it really wherever. Um, it's worth your time. It's a great road trip show. Uh, I want to say it's eight episodes somewhere in there. Nice. Um, Perfect. But anyway, check it out. That's my using that to plug. Check that um, Apologies for uh, uh, interrupting your earnest plug with a Muty the Mailman reference. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally fine. Uh, well, well, there you have it. Uh, that, <laughs> I never realized that was a catchphrase, but uh, when, but when I we looked at the banner, I read it and I pointed to Sean and said, "You say that." <laughs> I did. I was like, "There you have it." What's that? Uh, I, do, I totally say it all the time. You do. Quick last note here uh, that we got from Hannah, who who just says how much she loves the show. Uh, she's encouraging us to please continue in the show. Uh, and you know it's hard with your busy lives. Um, but she also sent a uh, picture. She says she listens to us while she paints. Um, That's cool. Yeah, she, well, she listens to while well, she says, um, I listen to you while I paint and sort my rocks that I've collected at various locations around New England. Uh, and she shared some of her paintings and said, I have a feeling Sean will be a fan of one in particular. Is it us as the workaholics guys again? No. <laughs> it is a very cool painting. Whoa. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that cool? Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm showing Sean it. Oh, I, no. I um, do like that. Isn't that neat? Yeah, she's very good. Um, Hannah, that's you're awesome. you're an excellent artist. It's very wow, cool. Wow, so cool. Oh, um, my gosh. I'm... Dude, even this picture of like the rock she collected, there's something very pleasing. Oops. Oh, wow. Something that's very great. pleasing about it. I don't know. It's oh, my gosh. Very cool. Anyway. Um, I love that. That sounds so calming and nice to paint and sort rocks mm-hmm. uh, while you listen to our smooth voices. Mm, I like TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> while you're painting and you're organizing rocks? Just instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway, thank you. Uh, no, that's amazing. Yeah, thank you, Hannah, who is also a tot. Uh, so oh, awesome. shout thank out to you. you. Thank uh, you, to so Hannah. Much, Thanks Hannah. to everyone for writing in. Random uh, question it. Uh, for our listeners: What do you do while you listen to our show? Oh, great oh, question. sure, that's yeah. a good one. That's a yeah. good one. You get can your tell oil us. changed. Get your hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell us by giving us a call. It's five zero three six nine four nine three one four. Another great way to get a hold of us is email mspodcastcompany at gmail dot com. We're on the social medias. We got a website, michaelscottpod.com, and we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. Mm. Become a member, become a Scott's Tot, join the club, five bucks a month. Every month you get a mailbag episode where we answer Patreon-exclusive questions, and uh, and uh, you get ad-free main feed episodes. Yep. You get some bonus stuff like well, long, a while ago we did uh, Ted Lasso Biscuits season two with the thing. Boss. Yeah. <laughs> two seasons of that now. With two seasons of that. Um, bonus draft episodes, unreleased episodes, goodies. We've got some goodies coming up in Nifty the future gifties. that we've Sometimes been talking about. Sometimes we let about. you vote on what our next episode is Mostly pencils be. and coupons. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ion batteries, lithium. All right. So check it out. Every And we... Together, we make a donation to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. So very special thanks to our Patreon members. We love our Scott's Tots. Thank you for supporting the show. And special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all of our artwork. This episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon. Hey. Oh, my gosh. In person. In person. 
Feels good to say. It feels good to say that. Video, over video chat, I never liked saying that. The crown jewel of the Pacific North. <laughs> nestled in the heart of the Willamette That's Valley. Right. That's right. Twixt by bridges. The mighty Willamette course. <laughs> two hours from the ocean, hour and a half from the mountain, hour, two hours from the desert and the rainforest. What more could you ask for? It's a beautiful place. True. And it's better now that you're back. Mm-hmm. Feels right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You're still... You, you were... You you were whinging about missing a full Portland summer, and you're gonna get you still gonna get a little bit here. Oh, Portland summer goes well into October now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you can get get a few hot days. And I mean, even today we walked down Foster, got some pizza. It was beautiful. Um, we had a old school been thinking about it Portland moment, and that mm-hmm. was lovely. How to eat cool treats? That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you for spending time while we talk about The Office and draft favorite camera moments. Uh, after all these years and after all these episodes, it's still a joy to do the show um, and a joy to interact with all of you. So thank you, for, for as always, for supporting us, for listening to us, for hanging out with us. Um, I can't wait to be back. So take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the song. Yes, Blood alone sir. moves the wheels of history. <laughs> da, 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 da. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.